To another edition of 99 Questions, I am your host, Bob Buell. This is, of course, an oddly numbered interview show where we ask all sorts of interesting people, interesting questions, and join with me today. Oh, the titles, the titles. Writer, musician, producer, editor, from Funhouse, and from Poor Choices Kitchen, I dare say barbecue aficionado, John Holland. John, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good, Bob. Thank you for having me up here. It's, it's funny hearing those titles because I'm like, oh, I do that too? I, I wear too, <laughs> way too many hats. Too many. <laughs> got to take off some of those hats. You got to warm up I there. know. I know. Not, not sure I'm ready to call myself a barbecue aficionado just because that community is very, uh, it's, it's, it's tough to break in. Like, you just got to look <laughs> the part first and then you got to uh, settle them with the good recipes. That's fair. That's fair. An aspiring aficionado. Well, uh, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, thanks so much for being here. First off, I really appreciate it. And uh, before we dive into the questions, because we got just so many of them, a uh, couple quick ground rules, a couple terms and conditions right up front uh, that we can click through quickly. It's like ground rule number one, take as much time or as little time as you need to answer the question. If a yes or no suffice, give me a yes or no. If a short story about your life, Helps us get a better understanding. I want to hear that story. Grand rule number two. This is not a Wolf Blitzer interview. I need to come up with a more topical person than Wolf Blitzer. I don't <laughs> think he's even doing it anymore. Yeah, I, think, but, I forgot who's into ambush journalism these days. Well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, insert Fox News person. I don't know. Yeah, uh, pretty much. It is not that. Uh, so if you want to skip over any question, uh, if you just don't want to answer it, that's fine. We could skip. We could pass. No judgment. No worries. And ground rule number three, despite the name of the show being 99 questions, there might be a follow-up. There might be one right off the cuff. Uh, some of these, by the syntax of the English language, are not questions. They're just words I put a question mark at the end of. We're not <laughs> going to worry about all that. Uh, so the first of the non-counting questions, John, are you ready? Yes, let me just be a professional and put my phone on silence because i oh. just got a notification and it's mute that and let's mute that there we go now <laughs> i am ready what a pro what a pro this man knows what he's doing question number one what's the perfect breakfast perfect breakfast starts with grits good old mm. corn grits some scrambled eggs cheese butter and some type of other protein usually sausage links pork sausage links that's the perfect breakfast hard to argue that Despite how hard it is to get a good, a good bowl of grits up in New Jersey here, I've heard. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard everyone struggles about grits, and I was like, oh, you, when you find that right place or that right recipe, you stick with it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Question two: Who's the coolest dude? Wow, I've never, I haven't been asked that. I'm, I'm going through my head right now who I think is really, really <laughs> cool. Um. Who's somebody that I YouTube a bunch? <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> Man, I got to say the coolest dude is probably uh, Michael K. Williams' character, Omar, from The Wire. Wow. I mean, he, got the he got the drop on everybody. 
Very intelligent man that was always ready to put a shotgun on your face. <laughs> you always got to be ready for that. You got to be oh, prepared. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Question three. Steak, chicken, or fish? Um, ooh. Whew. I'm going to say chicken, but it's a close, a close, very close second with steak. Only because mm -hmm. a perfectly cooked steak, when it melts in your mouth, it's hard to beat. But chicken is just so versatile. It really is. All purpose. You could just go crazy. Any cooking style. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Question four. What's the best gift you've ever gotten? The best gift I have ever gotten, honestly, might have been recently. Uh, I was gifted a sous vide from someone, and it was just because I, I, I just said out loud, man, I could really use one of those. That would be perfect for a steak, uh, believe it or not. And then one showed up for my birthday. I was like, hell yeah. I need to start saying more things out loud that I, <laughs> I wish I just had. Um, and it's been amazing. It's great for meal prep. A steak is phenomenal with it. You get it to that perfect temperature, and you just sear it, and you've just got perfectly cooked steak all around. Not just like weird pink spots in the middle, but just like perfectly done. Highly recommend. Oh, I love it from a distance. It still feels so weird to be like l seeing people like boil a steak, mm -hmm. but everyone who I know has it swears by it. So, oh, I, yeah, oh, yeah, it's only a matter of time. It's ugly when it comes out the bag, but like that's the purpose of that sear. Then it just looks like a normal steak again. Love it. Uh, question five best gift you've ever given. What have I done to make people cry that didn't hurt them? <laughs> is the question um you know just based off the reaction um i got an ex-girlfriend of mine beyonce tickets on her birthday and she oh. was having the absolute worst birthday ever and then i surprised her with the tickets and it just totally turned things around for her so i want to say just just based off the genuine reaction and her excitement that that was the best gift that sounds pretty good question six what did you want to do for a living when you were a kid I actually, when I was a little kid, I wanted to be either a cab driver or a barber. And the only reason is because I saw them get physically handed cash. And so I just thought they were just filthy rich. Um, seeing a $10 bill when you're nine years old <laughs> is just like, wow, you could buy so much with that. So I, I wanted to be one of those two professions. And I'm glad uh, that I've, I've chosen a different path. Shout out to barbers and, and cab drivers. They still need it. They still make bank, but oh, yeah. not for me. <laughs> Love that. Question seven. This is where things get real here. What's the largest animal you can beat in a fight? Oh, man, this is tough because I have such a delusion that I can beat any animal. <laughs> um, the largest one, I, I feel like if I got my arms around the neck of a zebra, I could take it down. But Ooh. I also don't know if, like, I don't know that tr the true sizes of them. Like, if you've ever seen a moose, you realize they're incredibly large. They're like the size of a caravan. Um, and so, like, I don't know if zebras have that same type of thing where I've just thought they were small my whole life. And then when you get next to one, you're like, okay, yeah, no, I can't take that. But I feel like a zebra could get it. Yeah. I, I believe in you. Unless, yeah, unless it's like you finally meet one in real life and it's actually three stories tall and no one's ever yeah. told you this your whole life. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, living in LA, I could say coyote. It's because they're like out all the time and they'll snatch your dogs up if you're like walking like up in the hills area. So I feel like if I had to save one of my dogs, I could definitely wrestle one of those to the ground and, you know, put it to sleep. Oh, yeah. 
going to fight or flight mode, like a mm-hmm. mom lifted a van off a kid, like you just oh, yeah. going after a coyote. <laughs> oh, yeah. Question eight. Who's someone you look up to? Man, I, I, I feel like I should know these answers, <laughs> but that's a hard one because it changes all the time. Uh, I, you know what? My, my, my parents, they, they've both passed away, but they were just good, solid people. Like they just, they, they stood by their word. They always just, they did the right thing. They morally made sure that I was always, uh, my compass was, was headed in the right direction. So I'd say I look up to them, even though they're not here, they're, they've left such a, a imprint on me that I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, if I can have a conversation with them today, I'd be like, Hey, y'all did pretty good. <laughs> Question nine. First album you bought with your own money. Oh, it's funny. The first album I bought with my own money was also an album that I didn't keep because I gave it to somebody else. It was Genuine. And the album was, it wasn't the senior. It was whatever came after the senior. It was like an album in like 2005. My girlfriend really liked Genuine. So I went to the store and bought it for her for Christmas. Um, for myself, I'm gonna say "Leave It All Behind" by the Foreign Exchange. I bought it on uh, Apple Music or iTunes at the time, mm. um, digitally, and it was a great, great purchase. I do not regret it. Wow, very nice. This guy buying Beyonce tickets, genuine. Yeah, Jeez. yeah, I'm a romancer. <laughs> <laughs> Question ten: What's your go-to karaoke song? Um, depending on how drunk I am, it's either this is how we do it, because that's really easy to do when you're drunk, and if I'm not too drunk, uh, Tell Me by Drew Hill. Ooh, excellent choices. Uh, question 11, last song you listened to. Huh, what was I listening to on the car on the way home? Um, I listened to a lot of old school stuff. Uh, it might have been Can You Stand the Rain by New Edition. Because Spotify does that like daily mix thing for you, and I think yeah. that was the last song before I got out the car. Great song, actually, one of my my favorite songs of all time. Oh, very nice. Uh, question twelve: What's a band or musical artist you want to hear more from? Hmm. Boys the Men, they're my favorite, and I know they're an old school group, but they they can still sing. Oh yeah! And if, if they put out new stuff today, I would absolutely go listen to it. Uh, 13, a song that brings the most emotion out of you. Uh, you know what? Uh, oh, what's it called? Let me get the title right because I just listened to it not too long ago. Um, I want to say Before I Let You Go by Blackstreet. Yes. Uh, that's just a, a, it's a deep song. It's like, okay, things ain't going uh, right, but let me just, let me just get this last moment with you before we never see each other again. Like, is that, hmm. it's, Deep, deep song. That's, that's, there's an underlying sweetness to it, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14. What's your favorite music video? I want to say uh, Hey Ya by Outkast. Mm. It's just a very well done, colorful, like uh, the directing of it was, was done really well. I used to direct music videos and I was a cinematographer. So sometimes I would just like a music video just because I really liked the way the you know the cinematography was yeah and people be like oh what about the band i'm like i don't care about the band <laughs> look at these camera angles look at this lighting uh, <laughs> but hey hey y'all is a great one oh it's phenomenal took the world by storm mm-hmm. uh six nope 15 you got a million dollars but you have to donate it all to charity what charity is it going to uh alzheimer's research 
Uh, I think mm. that definitely needs all the the funding it can get. Um, and you know, some all of us are impacted by Alzheimer's some in some form or just any type of dementia. So it'd be nice to to get a cure or treatment for that going a lot faster than it should because uh, it's just it's tragic to to see people suffering from it. And it's not just the people who have it; it's those around them that they yeah. love. Yeah, excellent, excellent choice. Uh, Sixteen favorite holiday. Favorite holiday might be Memorial Day weekend. I don't know if that counts. I, I like because I know it, it's it's my dad was in the army. He's a veteran, everything like that. Um, ah, he didn't pass away in the war because it's the beginning of the summer, and mm. that's when the cookouts start. Um, it's usually when people are just like you know everyone's out and active and stuff like that. Um, I guess a less uh, a sad one would be. Fourth of July, maybe? Question mark. I'm leaning towards something. The, the ones in the summertime. Yeah. Oh yeah. When you get to be outside, wearing tank tops. Yeah. Come on. It's, it's mm. amazing. Seventeen. What's your go-to drink when you walk into a coffee shop? Uh, probably a black tea. I'm I'm coming around to coffee right now. I still don't like the taste, but I'm getting used to it. But in the Starbucks, give me a refresher or a black tea. Good choice, good choice. 18. This is maybe our most controversial. Oh, yeah. Spell the word gray. G R E Y. That's how I spell it. But you know what? I'll be honest with you. I actually spell it entertain interchangeably and without even noticing it. Um, but I want to say I do the E version. Wow. Right, or maybe I do that. I mean, you know, let me look at my phone and actually see <laughs> if there's someone that I've said gray to. I'm gonna look right now. See oh, we're getting definitive proof here. I love this. I have. Uh, I've said the A version. I don't think I've <gasps> ever said. Let me see. I don't know. People have said the E version to me. So I. So I was all wrong. I've. I said the A one. So you aspire G-R-A-Y. to be E Y, but you're living in A Y. Is what? Yeah. I'm, okay. Yeah. I'm lying to myself. <laughs> uh, question 19. What's your prized possession? My prized possession right now would probably be my, uh, my, my cinema camera. It's a C300 Mark II. Mm. Uh, with it, I create so much content, not just for choices, but like I've shot a lot of music videos, shorts. Um, it's just a great, great, and amazing camera. It's one of my favorite purchases I've, I've made business-wise. In a very long time, so that is my prize. That's, that's who I'm grabbing if the building catches on fire. I'm grabbing <laughs> that camera. I can't blame you. Question twenty: Are you competitive? I am very competitive to the point where I have to intentionally prevent myself from being competitive. So I'll, I'll sometimes just pull myself completely out of something because I know how competitive I can get. Like taboo, I don't like playing it because I. I get Michael Jordan. I want to win so bad. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Uh, question 21. Do you consider golf a sport? I absolutely consider golf a sport. I did not when I was younger because it looked boring and <laughs> no one could make noise and everyone seemed all stuck up. But having gone to the driving ranges, the ability to consistently put the ball exactly where you want it is an insane twitch level of control like yeah. just the tiniest degree in that club up down left right 
can send your ball so many different places. So um, yeah, those those just like gamers can be considered athletes because of the Twitch aspect. So are golfers. <laughs> Gotta respect it. Yeah. Uh, 22. Have you ever played any sports? Yes, I grew up playing uh, soccer, basketball, football, and I got really, really damn good at gymnastics. Um, I, I, I got up to the gold medal level in the North Carolina State Games, which I don't know where that is, but it's North Carolina State Games. So I don't know where in the level of prestige in gymnastics it is, but <laughs> you're competing with everybody in the state, um, and that was a pretty, pretty dope time. Wow. I I also have no idea, but gold level sounds pretty good to me. So yeah, uh, twenty three favorite sport to watch. Favorite sport to watch currently is football. Uh, mm. I I thoroughly enjoy the, the. I'm sad that the season's almost coming to an end. Even though these playoffs have been kind of meh, not as good as last year's, but I yeah. do enjoy watching football. Beers and football and food can't beat it. Yeah. Plus, you kind of have a plan every Sunday. Mm-hmm. For like five months, and there's something I yep. really like about that. Yeah, it's consistent. You know, NBA. I'm like, I don't know what games are on tonight, but in the football, I'm just like, Sunday. Here it is. Leave me alone. I'm yeah. This. <laughs> uh, twenty four theme parks. Uh, water parks. Yes, uh, I love I love water parks. I'm I'm, I'm a, a a merman, I guess you would say. Um, but not a big fan of Disney. Uh, okay. Just the entity in general or the, the Disney parks? Just, just, the, just the parks. And I, I think it just comes from everyone goes there almost every weekend here in L.A. And it's, it's annoying because driving to Anaheim and spending all that money every weekend, just exhausting. <laughs> it's yeah. very exhausting. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Uh, question 25, dubbed the Ron Bennington after famous radio personality. You're standing in a wrestling ring. And a wave of nine-year-olds, a random mix, boys and girls, coming down to that ring to fight you. How many nine-year-olds could you beat in this fight? And, and how many nine-year-olds are coming to me? You just said just a bunch? or That's the question. So it's, it's one solid wave of nine-year-olds. How mm-hmm. many do you think you could take at one given time where maybe one plus that and you're probably going to lose? I feel like... Like a kick and, and both my fists going out, I could definitely take out three. I could probably shove like two more. I, I mean, I, I, feel, I feel confident like 20 of them could, could be taken out easily. Uh, it's the ones behind me that jump on me and start like biting me and stuff that will probably take me down. But anybody in the front, oh yeah, I'm a battering ram. Oh yeah, you're whirling dervish in there, just taking them all out. Uh-huh. Uh, 26. What's a game you know you can win? Just any, just any game, like board game, video game, any of that? Anything. Kind of devil came down to Georgia scenario and got to bet your soul on a game. What game is you know that going to be? Only, only because I know how to, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's, a, it's a glitch in the game. But NHL 2K oh. on Dreamcast, there was a certain way that you could literally score every single time. It's a glitch in the game, and I mean, when I say a glitch, like I used to be beating my friends like thirty-one to two <laughs> in these <laughs> hockey games, and I know it, it's unfair, but if the fate of the world is on my hands, then NHL two K, you're fighting the devil. You gotta, you gotta take whatever advantage you can get. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty-seven. 
what topic can you discuss the most? It might be the Titanic. <laughs> oh. And then maybe um, the early portions of World War II and just how uh, it got started. But the Titanic, I don't know why that information just is stuck in my head, but it is. My grandma was actually born two months before the Titanic uh, sunk. And so when the movie came out and I did the math, I was like, holy crap, Like that was I, a long time ago, but it doesn't seem like it because my grandma's still alive. Yeah. And so but for whatever reason, all that information just has stayed with me. That's fascinating. Wow. Uh, 28. Favorite place you visited? Favorite place I visited? It's between Cancun or Las Vegas. Um, I think Las Vegas has the edge because I just I don't get tired of it. I love it, especially pool season. I'm mm -hmm. in there. Very fair. Very fair. 29. What's your catchphrase? Ooh, is it a catchphrase or is it my clutch phrase that I say when Ooh. I'm uh, experiencing anxiety? There's um, a thin line between those two. Yeah. I know, right? I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Jeez. Uh, I I don't know that one. I I know I rely on. Um, I, I say this phrase like I was telling somebody earlier, and I I don't recall the person or the day or anything. I just say <laughs> like I was telling somebody earlier. And then I say the thing that I probably probably didn't even say to somebody earlier. I just thought it and it never <laughs> came out. But I find myself when I'm telling stories, relying on that to set up whatever it is I'm about to say. I gotcha. Kind of citing your sources. Like, I, yeah. you know, someone could vouch for me. I did this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, 30. What's the best costume or cosplay you ever wore? Uh, one year. <laughs> So all the best ones are are just me being cheap. So one year I I went as Jesus because I had this Jesus costume. So I just put it on in a pair of shades and I was Jesus. Uh, it was well before he went crazy. And I think my actual my my next best one is going to be the one I'm going to wear on Wednesday for a friend's birthday party. It's gold themed. And I was mad that I I was like I don't own gold clothes. I don't want to buy gold clothes. So you know I'm going to buy the most ridiculous gold costume from head to toe. I mean I have a cape. I have a mask. <laughs> I have these big parachute pants that are gold. I'm like, I'm going to be solid, solid gold at this party. And I'm, because I'm making a complete mockery of the rules, um, I think I'm going to really enjoy that one. <laughs> the spike costume is yep. beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, 31. Have you ever had anything named after you? Have I ever? Nope. I've been named after some. I was named after my dad. I'm a junior, but Ooh. I have not had the john holland special or anything <laughs> happened yet can't walk up to a bar and say give me nope, give me the I, john holland yeah give me the john holland nope not yet not yet but I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start working on that now tomorrow's another day just saying uh 32 hobby you've dedicated the most time to um probably filmmaking just because started when i was 14 and I'm still here in 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 an aspect of filmmaking, making content. So yeah. that one, and probably uh, cooking second. Thirty three. Who's a celebrity you've had a crush on? Celebrity I've had a crush. On. Man, it changes all the time. <laughs> I want to say, I mean, she hasn't aged today, and she's been out making hits since before I was born. But uh, Sade, the singer, Ooh. just just a gorgeous woman, and every time you see her, which is very rare. Um, just like you, you look like you're you're 25 still. Shade in the 90s. Come on, come on. 
Now you're talking. Uh, 34. What's the strangest job you ever had? Well, that wasn't. I was I was slanging pretzels in a mall one time. <laughs> that wasn't really that strange. It was just terrible because minimum wage. Um, when I first moved to LA, I I actually don't know what the site became, but my job was to watch movies and like meticulously write down all the metadata of like the scenes. And it sounds cool if you like movies. However, if if it's a movie you don't like, it's agonizing because you have to be very very descriptive, and it's like over and over again so you have to do the, the general breakdown then a more in-depth one then all the keywords and stuff and so i just i got to the point like three weeks in i was like i can't do this anymore um and they fired me but i feel like that place was like videoclips.com or something like that but it was just like a startup interesting yeah probably one of those early 2000s websites yeah. that's like we're too big to fail and then yep instantly failed <laughs> uh 35 book you'd recommend the world to read so i listen to audiobooks a lot but these are still good um i can recommend these to people to open their brains let me get it up um i is not to get political as much as i hate the man all the trump books from his people that got fired and wrote the tell-alls mm. are amazing books and there's got to be a lot of truth to those books just because everyone said the, the exact same things <laughs> um and i mean that shit was sorry i don't know if you have cussing on your show but it was just a, a daycare at a madhouse at the exact same time where's my library at um some good ones to to listen to that i would recommend to people would just be um there's a book about michael jackson's last years alive called remembering the time and it's from his bodyguards so the people who were just with them all the time and it's just so crazy to hear the good stuff and just also like how detached he was sometimes from like just regular people yeah. So that's a great one. Um, the also, oral history of the Daily Show is a good one too. Oh, that sounds very interesting. Is that is that a recent one? Because I'm no, this one's been out for a while. I want to say I don't remember when I got this one, but it, it's actually long too. Like I remember buying it and thinking it was it's like yeah, I'm looking at it now sixteen hours just on an audio book because I remember it took me like a month to get through it, but every chapter was great. That sounds great. Yeah, uh, thirty. Six, a movie that always makes you laugh. Always makes me laugh. Um, whew. it's it's got to probably be a Will Ferrell movie. I'm just trying to figure out which one. Step Brothers is always pretty good. Talladega Nights, I love. Mm. There's oh, just so many quotables. Almost underrated among his catalog. Mm-hmm. Almost. Uh, thirty-seven. What's the worst movie? you've ever seen worst movie i've ever seen um is probably the remake of was it godsend i think it was godsend hmm. uh i didn't want to go see it but i was on like a, a triple date and everybody wanted to go see it It was an awful movie there was no climax um i also felt the same way about honey again got dragged to the movie i didn't want to see uh, and i'm someone who actually loves bad movies like birdemic troll 2 like i i enjoy those i love birdemic. those make me laugh yeah, those those are great movies, but sometimes it's like, oh, y'all are really, really trying, and this movie just came out awful. So I want to say between Honey and Godsend. That's, that's solid. Just for one quick detour, I remember specifically laughing so much in my buddy's basement. Shout out Anthony, uh, watching Birdemic and Birdemic Two when they just put the animated gifs of birds over top. Oh, actors yes, who were freaking amazing. out. Amazing. When the ambulance drives off from the beach and it just like you can clearly just see it's just scales just being changed and then just 
completely disappears and there's no shadow. Like I love him. I, I have a friend here uh, in my living room right now. They're watching wrestling, but me and her are waiting, waiting for the. Uh, I think it's the Birdemic Three to to be released on streaming platforms. It was out in theaters on like a local level. Oh, but I, I and I know he's going to put it on the streaming platforms. I didn't know there was a three. This is news yeah, to me. There's, there's a trailer and everything for it, and oh. and they got some of the same people from the first two back in it. Brilliant. Be still my heart. I didn't know there was a three. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know what question we were at here. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, 38. Who's your favorite actor or actress? Favorite actor or actress? Who's someone just crushes it every single time? Um, Christoph Waltz. He's just mm. such a phenomenal like just delivery every single time. Like, Probably got to be him. He's a powerhouse. Uh, 39. How cool was it in Jurassic Park when the raptors were running through the kitchen? Oh, I cite that scene all the time. That, that was very, very cool. That's also the same scene where they open the door, right? Oh, yeah. I was like, I was like they're going to open the door, open the drawer, grab a knife. They're just, they're just way too smart. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I use that scene all the time in references. Uh, and it's it's fun. It's also a pretty anxiety driven one as well. Like when they're going back and forth between under the tables and stuff. So yeah, it's that's a great scene. Oh, just trying to close the door on the little cabinet thing and oh, unreal. Forty first show as a kid you got really into probably the block of like TGIF uh, shows, your, your Family Matters and stuff like that. Um, I, I don't because you know like I'm 38 and. There wasn't that idea of like binge watching stuff. Well, yeah, binge watching didn't exist. Um, and then shows kind of just ran in any order. I don't think I, I watched any shows that had like a procedural, like this story carries over to the next and the next and the next. Everything was kind of just contained in its own. Um, but like I found some great ones late. Like I love Lucy. Um, but probably, yeah, probably TJ. Yeah, that's the earliest I remember and being like, I gotta watch this. Oh, and Simpsons, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 41. Who should play you in a movie of your life? Who should play me? Um, I mean, I'm just gonna just blow up my own head and say Drake should play me. Hey, it's offers yeah. only. Drake, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll be in touch. Uh, forty-two. Who's the biggest celebrity you ever met in person? I've had the the fortune of meeting quite a few. Um, and, and interesting enough, they're, they've been fans of, of my work. So, oh. uh, I want to say Eddie Murphy's probably the biggest one just cause he's Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Uh, after him was Jalil White, probably again, he defined my nineties. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anybody else. Probably those two at the top. I mean, yeah, all the ones I've met is just like, oh man, like I watched you or listened to you in high school and stuff. And now here you are like working with me. Like, this is really dope. It's kind of like, wow. I never thought we'd see each other be on this screen, but yeah, I think just off the legend himself, Eddie Murphy's probably the biggest. I absolutely, yeah. Uh, forty-three TV show or podcast that you love, but you don't think anyone else knows about. I loved Review on Comedy Central. I thought that show was hmm. brilliant. It should have gotten way. It should still be on today. I think it only got three seasons, but it was a brilliant show. And every time I talked about it, people were like, I've never heard of it. And I'm like, this is Comedy Central's fault because the show is fantastic. <laughs> and I, I recommend everyone going out 
and finding review on one of these streaming services or even just buy it for the sake. Um, it, it's it's an awesome show, a really awesome show. Wow. I'm I'm right along with them. I've never heard of it, but I'm interested. Uh, forty four favorite comedian. Um, you know I'm, I'm gonna stick with uh, Chris Rock has always been my favorite. Is just his 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 voice is funny to me. Um, I was probably also why I like Bill Burr. I was like they just have funny voices, and that just makes anything they say great. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rock. Excellent choice. Forty five best Saturday Night Live cast member. Uh, I mean it's probably easy to say Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. Um, some great ones like Tim Meadows and stuff have come through there, but I I I. I the best years of SNL for me were the Will Ferrell years, and I used to watch it all the time before and after, but those are the years that like stand out the most. Yeah. 46. What's the nerdiest thing you've ever done? I mean, me all four years of high school. <laughs> um, I mean, I would just I would just play computer games nonstop. Uh, I did very few social things. Like, I either played sports or I was at home playing computer games. It was weird. Because everyone thought I was a nerd until I, I balled them up. And then it was like, oh, no, I am a nerd. I'm about to go home and play uh, Tribes. I just, wanted to, I just wanted to drop 21 points on you real quick. <laughs> you could be both. You could do both. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 47. Least favorite state. Least favorite state. Oh. Sometimes it's Texas. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes it's Texas, but uh, I think South Carolina only because people constantly confuse North Carolina and South Carolina, and we are two completely, very completely different places. Um, so people are like, yeah, yeah, you're from South Carolina, right? And like, no, no, North, North Carolina. Don't, don't mix the two. Um, and West Virginia is tied for second because West Virginia is a weird state. It's a very weird state. There's not nothing to do there but climb mountains. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Oh, yeah. Uh, forty-eight. Best thing you've ever won. There was, there was this competition back in in college. Uh, it was from the uh, United Negro College Fund, and pretty much it was me up against like thousands and thousands and thousands of other people. Um, it was for two years, full ride, paid, and an internship in New York City uh, with CBS at their headquarters, and I won it. Whoa! I won. It. I made it through the final stages, and so my last two years of college were paid for completely. And I got to spend my last two summers in college up in New York City in Manhattan learning from uh, some of the best. That is phenomenal. That's huge, yeah. Uh, 49, is there anything you've collected or had a collection of? Let's see. I'm looking around my room right now <laughs> just, <laughs> just to see. Uh, I mean, I, I collected a lot of film equipment. Like, I'm buying tons and tons of lights and stuff like that. Um, because you know, when I got started, like cameras weren't that great. So it took a whole lot of lighting to get anything looking decent. Nowadays you just can use a bounce board and and a practical lamp, but there was a time where it really took a whole lot of light. So I still have a lot of those, these old Mo Richardson's and Ari's because they're like 30 years old, but they still work because they're just simple, simple moving parts and components. Um, so I'd say I was collecting those. I need to sell them because now they are definitely dinosaurs. (laughs) Question 50. Dub the Ryan Davis and the last of the fighting questions, I swear. <laughs> You're in a fight to the death with another person equal to your size. You're offered either an aluminum baseball bat or a six-inch non-serrated knife 
knowing the other weapon you don't choose goes to your opponent. So which do you choose, knife or bat? I am going to take the knife because I don't want to be stabbed. I feel like somewhere in my childhood, I probably have been hit with a blunt object uh, equivalent to an aluminum bat. So as much as it probably wasn't pleasant, I think I could take that more than a stabbing. I fully respect that answer. (laughs) Firmly team knife there. I like it. I like it. We have plenty more show with the great John Holland. Get yourself a snack, get a drink, relax. It's all good. We're going into the second half here. But before we do, let's send a quick shout out to the people who do the music for this show. Like the song you're hearing right now from the Mini Vandals, the song that's going to play us back from break from DJ Williams, the opening song from Diala, or the closing one from Single Friend. And you know what would make you a real friend right now would be rating us five stars on iTunes, on Spotify, wherever you you listen. Maybe just send a tweet, text a friend. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, we got like 49 more questions to go. Let's get back to John. So, John, uh, I think some of our listeners, uh, not to speak for our wonderful listeners here, might know you from uh, Fun House, uh, but I'm a a real fan of yours from uh, a cooking channel that you do. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We got one more thing before we get back to the show. Something brand new, something I'm very excited about. The 99 Questions hotline? Hotline. Sure, that's what we're going to go with. I created a phone number for you to call. You can leave me a voicemail. If you have questions for me, if you have questions about the show, if you have questions for future guests, you can call in, leave a voicemail, and your voice might be the one actually asking the question live on the show. Well, not live, it's pre-recorded, but you know what I mean. I got the number right here, 732-592-9838. That spells out Real Wax Vet. That's right, Real Wax Vet. Like a veterinarian who's really made of wax. I don't know, all the good numbers are taken, so this is the closest one I could get. Real Wax Vet. One more time, that's 732-592-9838. Give it a call, leave a message, have a great day. ...that I'm a, a, a big fan of. Poor choices. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I think you are such a natural host 
to a a cooking show and bring such a good attitude to it. Uh, I'm I'm I don't want to say impressed because I think that makes me think that you couldn't do it. But uh, it is <laughs> it is a consistently great show every time you put out a video there. Uh, so if I got to ask you one question, and what do you know? It's right here. Um, how did that idea come to be? Is that just something you you always had kind of a passion for cooking? You just want to throw that onto a video, or uh, you know, where did that idea come about? Uh, kind of just it, it's it's a culmination of a lot of different points of of my life over the years. Like the, it, I I loved entertaining people and having people over and cooking like little small finger foods and stuff for parties. Uh, me and my ex, we would just throw like you know pool parties in the summertime and make like some chicken wings and some other stuff. And then um, that just kind of carried over into to grilling and barbecuing. And then I started following people on YouTube and I really liked their channels and just how they interact. So I was like, oh, that'd be cool to do. Fast forward, oh, uh, before I say fast forward. And then the just the whole name of Poor Choices actually came from an, an earlier idea where I was going to like, this is when I could really, really drink. Uh, <laughs> I would try like the different liquors and stuff like that and just actually like review them and talk about it. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna call this Poor Choices. Because usually you make poor choices when you are uh, heavily intoxicated. So I, I stuck that name in the tuck. And then the pandemic came. It was Friday night. So there's nowhere to go. Couldn't go to the bars or the clubs or any of the normal social things that I would normally do pre-pandemic. And so I was like, all right, hey, it's Friday. Uh, Y'all are going to cook with me. And I would just do these Instagram stories. And I would just cook something random. Usually on my grill. But sometimes it would just be in the kitchen. And then well, kind of coming out of the pandemic or whatever you call this, I was like, oh, I should, I should start a YouTube channel and just turn these turn this into something else because people like the the instagram stories when i was doing it so why not see if i can monetize it on youtube yeah why not and i dare say you're killing it so appreciate it thank you thank you of course uh but i got so many other questions here let's roll right back into the list question 51 what's your phone wallpaper right now my phone's wallpaper is my dog Oreo, mm. um, who likes to jump on my chest in the mornings when my alarm goes off, as if I didn't hear the alarm <laughs> going off. So one morning, I just took a picture of her with her head looking super adorable at me, um, and it's now my screen. That's good. That's real good. Uh, Fifty-two. What's the last thing you Googled? That's a good question. Let's find that out. Oh, I might regret this. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I have to have two different, because of the nature of Funhouse and just all the wild things that we, we go through on a daily basis, I have to use two browsers just so if anyone ever comes to my actual real one, that they're not like, what? <laughs> Especially back in like the rule, uh, the, the what, rule 34, I've already forgotten the name. Oh, of yeah. Uh, wheelhouse and demo yeah. derby and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I Googled personally, oh, uh, it's boring, uh, a, a dreadlock needle. Uh, because I, I have locks in my hair now, and I'm just looking for better ways to have healthier, nicer-looking locks. So I looked that up drunkenly last night, apparently. Interesting. <laughs> See, we're both learning what the last Google was. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 53. You have to name your next pet without seeing them. What do you name them? I would name them Rumi. I've always wanted to call uh, a dog that, Rumi, as in roommate. That's good. That's good. Uh, 54. What professional wrestler would you compare yourself to? Hmm. What professional wrestler? Funny, I have my all my favorites, but I don't compare. I don't think I'm comparable to any of them. <laughs> uh, uh, 
I don't know, because I, I, I have to do a self-assessment of myself first. Who's happy-go-lucky? Who's Mr. Happy? Um, I don't know. That, that's, that's a tough one. I mean, I'm just going to say that The Undertaker is my favorite, but I'm not, you know, all about death and, <laughs> and the afterlife and stuff. It's a happy, happy-go-lucky is not usually Undertaker's vibe, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe Mark Henry in his heydays? I don't know why. I just... Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm just gonna say Mark Henry because he had locks. Yeah, world's strongest yeah, we'll man. Just, we'll just, Absolutely. Yeah, we'll just say that. Uh, fifty-five. What's your comfort food on a bad day? Comfort food on a bad day: mac and cheese. I love some mac and cheese. Yeah. Can't go wrong with it. I literally had Baked that for dinner stove today. Top. Oh, I'm so jealous of you. Mm. I, I want it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fifty-six. Favorite smell. That's an interesting one. I mean, I like the Tom Ford cologne because it smells really good, and I like smelling good. But as far as like an aroma where I'm just like, ooh, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's weed. <laughs> Used to not be, but in California, our weed actually smells really, really good. Back in North Carolina, it smelled like doo-doo, <laughs> and people were proud of it. And, and I'm, I've learned that that was just all trash. Um, a good champagne. Those bubbles and everything coming out that bottle top, you, you can't beat that. Like, I catch a whiff of that. I'm like, oh, yeah, all right, pour me up. I like that. Or, hey, if it's a good enough night, you might get the best of all three. A little Tom Ford, mm-hmm. a little weed, and a little champagne. Right. Oh, yeah, that's, that's an easy combination. That's a, <laughs> that's a solid Saturday if I ever heard one. Uh, 57, best candy. Man, you know, it... It changes. My sweet tooth changes. Sometimes it's on the fruit side. Sometimes it's on the chocolate side. But you cannot beat uh, Hershey Kisses. Mm. Um, it's just, it's consistent. It's, it's simple. Rolos I love just because I love caramel. Um, but that, and then on the fruit side, Skittles. I love some Skittles. Yeah. I was very devastated when they took lime away and gave us apple of all things. <laughs> but I heard lime's back. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, apples just too. Any type of fake apple can, uh, flavor is just overpowering, and like Skittles was just a perfect combination of everything. And so to take out lime and like take out lemon or something like that, <laughs> a purple one or whatever, and to take out lime and put apple in there, and then be proud of it, and then now you oh no now you're back on the lime train. And now you got me r- ranting about Skittles. See, <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is just for me to learn news. I'm learning about birdemic. <laughs> I'm learning about lime Skittles. Uh. Here we go. 58 worst candy. Worst candy would probably have to be butterscotch. It's just old people candy. It's <laughs> awful. <laughs> I, I, I think of it. I just think of old people and like ugh. a little, yeah, a little uh, glass bowl on a coffee table. Like, yeah, the candy no one touches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 59. What's a restaurant you would recommend? Pooh. Um, if you're in North Carolina, go to Cookout. Um, it's it's the most food you'll ever get for like seven dollars. <laughs> it's insane. Like, like you get your main thing, which is like a, a double cheeseburger, and then you get two sides. But here's the thing: they consider chicken nuggets to be sides. So you could get a burger, chicken nuggets, and then if you want to get double chicken nuggets or fries or hush puppies, it's, it's strange. Everything's a side there. It's really really good. It's, it's in uh, North Carolina. Um, Outside of that, uh, let me think. What's the place people could go to? I don't even know if Trips is around. That was another good spot in North Carolina. Um, 
I usually recommend a sushi place out here in LA that I was pretty sure was a, a, a money laundering front for drugs. Ooh. But man, they had really good sushi. Because I never saw anyone in there but me. <laughs> and the sushi was phenomenal. <laughs> I don't know how they stayed open for seven years when I never saw a single customer in there. But uh, it was good. Every time I took people there, they were like, yo, this is really good sushi. And I'm like, yeah, right? Just you know, be prepared for the FBI to come storm in here <laughs> at some point in time. <laughs> One of these days, they'll raid it. But until then, mm-hmm. we're going crazy on the sashimi. Uh, question 60. What's a food you've never eaten? I have never had a Big Mac. Whoa. Yeah, I, I was a very picky eater as a kid, so I only ate chicken nuggets and fries. Um, And I didn't understand the concept of I could get a Big Mac and, like, say, hold the pickles and the ketchup and stuff. I just thought it came as it was. And I didn't like ketchup, and I barely like bread. So I, I never had one. And then when I got older, and I love burgers now, it's just like, why go backwards? <laughs> why, why go backwards when there's so many good burgers out there? So I, I've still just never had one. Wow, that is interesting. Uh, 61, strangest food that you have eaten. Strangest food that I have eaten. I don't remember if I ate crickets, but I hmm. think I ate chocolate-covered crickets one time. Or was it chocolate-covered? It was a, some type of chocolate-covered bug. This is like in 2012. Am I... Uh, girlfriend had brought him home and we were drinking and we were just like hey let's just eat it and see what it tastes like it tasted good it's crispy crispy on the inside chocolate on the outside huh? all right brave reviews <laughs> uh 62 what's a typical day off typical day off now consists of doing poor choices so i film those on saturdays and i usually try to get the hardest part uh, out the way first which is just not cutting myself and then by you know an hour into whatever I'm cooking, it's time to pour the drinks up. Um, I do that, and then usually I'm in house for the rest of the day, just chilling because you know those those drinks got to go somewhere. Oh yeah, <laughs> and sports, it's, it's sports and cooking. That's that's a typical day off right now. Not too shabby. Sixty three bucket list item that you accomplished. Bucket list item that I have accomplished. Um, I I mean I. I Sold a TV show when I first uh, came out to LA. Whoa. Adult Swim. Oh, we got to shoot a TV pilot for it. We shot two TV pilots for it, and then even though the series wasn't picked up, because guess who we were up against? Rick and Morty. Um, ah. Great choice on their part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even. I was not even mad at that. One of my favorite shows. Um, but from there, I got to to be in a lot of uh, writers' rooms for shows and stuff like that. So like that was the 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 purpose of coming out to LA was to sell a show and did it fairly quickly. So wow. that was the ultimate one. That's. Wow, that is a fascinating wrinkle I never uh, knew about. Uh, 64, bucket list item you probably won't accomplish. Um, uh, Probably releasing a, a, a complete R&B album. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't see me having the, the time to sit down and really do that. It'd be cool just to do it, but I'm just like, man, I ain't got 10 songs for me. <laughs> not, not 10 full songs. You can get like maybe 10, 30-second ones, but... You can do an EP. You can get maybe five or six out there or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, question 65, dubbed by previous guests, the realest question of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Name of a friend you don't keep in contact with, but regret it. Honestly, my... Uh, so, just... Going back onto that whole TV show thing, I came out here with a sketch group that I had started called Green Bench, and it was like six, seven of us. 
Um, and some of them have moved back home just because they had kids and just they were tired of dealing with the Hollywood thing. And so they're like, still my best friends. We moved out here, slept on the air mattresses together, um, like in a studio apartment, like really grinded it out to, to get the dream. Yeah. So I don't talk to them enough. Um, I'll, I blame social media for that too because I could just see a picture of them like, all right, well, he's smiling, so I guess he's all right. <laughs> uh, but I, I do need to do better in, in reaching out with them because, like I said, we grinded for so many years to get out here, made that dream happen, and then, you know, life happens and yeah. everybody couldn't stay. So it's like, like half of us are back in North Carolina and half of us are out here still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 66. What's a game that makes you feel nostalgic? Um, I mean, I think the, the, my favorite game, I played this game called Project Visitor, which used to be called 10-6, uh, that one for sure, because it reminds me of high school. I played that game all throughout high school from, from ninth grade to the senior year when they finally shut it down. And every time I play, I, it's, it's still up today because the fans resurrected it. So every time I log in and I hear those old school sound effects, I think of me, uh, you know, 14 years old, eating a chicken Philly steak, drinking grape soda. <laughs> Just up till three o'clock in the morning, killing people's bases and stuff like that. Like I, I immediately go back there. Uh, that still sounds like a pretty solid Saturday. I don't know, right? <laughs> uh, sixty-seven might have gotten the answer right there. What game have you spent the most time playing? That one for sure, just because it spanned all four years of high school. But I'd say Overwatch, the the first one, a, a very close second. Like I, I was addicted to that game. I'd come home after work. Every day, me and my buddies, we'd pour some drinks and we would just play Overwatch for hours and hours. Um, and it's it's not that many games that come out that lock me in every day when I'm looking forward to playing it. But Overwatch definitely definitely did that. Nice. Who who was your main on uh, in Overwatch? I was a Junkrat guy just because I played on PlayStation uh, Four at the time, and like I, I I've noticed the difference the the difference between playing on PC and the consoles. Like a completely different type of, of way. Like Junkrat, I don't like playing on PC. I like playing with Winston. Winston is awful on PlayStation, but Junkrat is great. Interesting. Something different about that kind of spray attack with a mouse, maybe. Exactly. Mm, I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, 68. What's something you built with your own hands? Probably this room because it's all IKEA furniture. <laughs> it's all I'm looking at my the desk I'm at right now, the chair I'm sitting in, the my bed, my nightstand. Yeah, yeah. This is this is I, I'm a terrible carpenter. Um barely can get the IKEA stuff together, but I feel pretty good. And also I've had this stuff since like twenty thirteen. So the fact that it's survived like three moves um says that I, I can follow instructions. Oh, that's some solid construction right there. Absolutely. <laughs> uh question sixty nine. Best pickup line. Best pickup line. Hmm. Well, you know, if you're online, mm -hmm. you can hit somebody up real quick and just say, hey, were you at such and such place last night? There was somebody who looked just like you and they had the same amazing energy and all this other stuff like that. Um, and I didn't know if it was you. So I was just seeing if it was. And now I feel bad if it was. And I didn't say, hey, you just said, make, just make up a story. Um, and they're like, oh, no, it wasn't me, but thank you so much for saying that. That's a great way to, uh, to start a conversation with somebody that you've been having your eye on. In person, oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you got to kind of just read the room. Um, usually, if, if I meet people, it's at a bar. And uh, just going, hey, just somebody taking a shot can go a long way because you're cheering them on. And they're like, oh, my God, I can't take the shot. I'm like, yeah, you can do it. I don't know. They're not the greatest pickup lines, but. I feel like that one where you say you thought you saw somebody that's, can, can work. That's gold. That's gold right yeah. there. 
sliding in a compliment where they don't see it coming. Uh-huh. Gross. Y'all let me know if that works too. I've never done it, but I've thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about like that being like a really great way to just be like to compliment somebody and also just strike up a conversation. Good. That's good. Uh question 70. Have you ever had any good nicknames? No, being just John, like it's it's just people want to call me Jonathan or Johnny. Uh um what else? When I was a kid, Johnny Appleseed was a go-to for people because we just learned who Johnny Appleseed was. But now nah, I've always just been John. I'm trying to think. Now people call me Han because of my username. Mm. <laughs> like I hope you don't think that's my real name. <laughs> um, but yeah, now nah, I'm 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 just plain old John. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Uh, seventy-one. Do you believe in love at first sight? Yeah, depending where you're at in your life. If you've been like alone for a, for a long time, you're just ready to, to be with somebody. You can you can fill somebody out and be like, oh wow, this person takes my breath away to give me butterflies, and they're cool and they want to talk to me, and they fell for my pickup line about I thought I saw you last time. <laughs> Was that you? Um, yeah, I I believe you can. Most of the time it's lust, but I I do believe you can see somebody and be like, okay, yeah, I I, I want to see what this what this goes with this person. Gotcha. Uh, Seventy two. What's a big turnoff of yours? Smoking cigarettes. Ooh. It's just, it's just gross. Um, and I say that as someone who smokes weed, like for whatever reason, weed comes and goes. But like cigarettes, it just, it's in your spit, it's in your mouth, it's in your hair, it's in your clothes. Like it just, that that smell just does not go away. Um, and I've I've tried to to date women that smoke cigarettes and I just, I just can't do it. That like kiss of a right after a pack is nah. Yeah, yeah it's rough. It's rough. Uh, 73, do you consider yourself an artist? I do consider myself an artist, uh, mainly just because of the different, all the different things I do. I also used to paint as a kid. I used to do acrylic painting, so I was already an artist before these YouTube came around. (laughs) Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely an artist of many mediums. Very nice. Uh, 74, what's something you tried to cook and failed? Probably something the last two months. <laughs> um, I, what is something I just did not come out great? I think a few years back I was trying to do like a chicken Philly, and I don't know where I went wrong, but it just t- it tasted like nothing. I was like, "How is this possible? Like, there's at least salt on this, and nothing was good. The cheese sauce wasn't great. The vegetables were meh. I don't know. That was I was still in the middle of the pandemic, so I might have just been pandemic uh, depressed or something like mm-hmm. that. But yeah, that that chicken Philly was awful." And so far, there hasn't been a poor choices yet where I'm like, okay, yeah, now nah, that one can't go out. Um, <laughs> I've tried to experiment with a few barbecue things, but you know, usually you can fix it up by just putting barbecue sauce on it. <laughs> That's true. A little sweet baby raise is going to help, uh, help things go a long way there. Uh, 75 dubbed the Ben Hansen after the first guest of this year's show. Nice. What's the greatest piece of art ever made? Wow. Yeah. Because I'm thinking of everything that's considered art. Um, you know what? I'm going to say it because I bet no one else has said it. Porn. This is beautiful art. Informative, performance, uh, hard to look away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, can can uh, consume your time in good and bad ways. <laughs> yeah. 
it's the ultimate uh being vulnerable but also like normalizing things in life that we should all be normalizing you know just like the 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 old book everybody poops everybody has sex yeah let's not make it weird (laughs) that that's an art form of putting yourself out there i i love that answer yes yep (laughs) uh 76 have you ever had something happen to you that you would consider paranormal um I yes, I oh. I to this day don't understand what exactly happened. I was a little kid and I was downstairs in a den and I was just playing with just random stuff that was just laying on the floor like building blocks and everything like that. And there was this um it wasn't a sock. It was just some type of of bag. And I remember putting it on the floor and it just like rose up like in my hand like just like there was like a snake or something in it. And it was moving around at me and then it stopped. And then I looked closer and it did it again. And to this day, I mean, I'm, I might have been like six, but I, I vividly remember that because the bag, like, yeah, it, it looked like a bag that had a snake in it. That's the way it was moving. Yeah. And it, like, if you think of like the, like the, the crown royal bags, like it was something like that. Yeah. We're kind of like that cinch tie in the. Yeah. 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 And it just, it just was moving um, on its own. There's nothing in it. Like I didn't open it up and find like a mouse or anything in it. It was, it just did that. And I, I've always just sat there and been like, is it possible to just, I was crazy and delusional or did that really happen? Because I was like only like six, I couldn't like communicate. Cause my mom was like not too far away from me on the other side of the room. I could have said, mom, this bag is doing something weird. Look at it. But I didn't, I just was so like taken back that this bag just kind of came to life. So I can't explain it to this day, but I do. I, I always vividly remember that. And this is actually the first time I've ever told that story Ooh. because I've always been like, how crazy does that sound? I, <laughs> Love that story. Uh, I, I've said it before. This is my one of my favorite questions on this whole list because if the answer is no, we move on and it's two seconds. But if the answer is yes, mm-hmm. there's always a great story behind it. Uh, I, I I love that. I, and I dare say it might have been a ghost snake. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, like a poltergeist or like like what what from beyond the the grave is trying to, to mess with me, a six year old with a bag in my hand. Like I don't know. <laughs> Even when I try to think of physics, like air or something, like no, air wouldn't do that. Like yeah. not the way it was moving around and stuff. So I don't know. Unless you were perfectly under a vent, like Marilyn Monroe or something, like and it took off. Like yeah, this... I, was sit- I was sitting on a shag red carpet, <laughs> like just chilling. Is something up with that bag? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, seventy-seven. Would you ever use a Ouija board? Um. Hmm. It's funny, I have one here, but it's it's not because I wanted I, I wanted to use it for a skit that I actually never got around to shooting it. Um, and it's funny when people come over and they're always just like, "Oh, you got a Ouija board? And you're into that?" I'm like, "No, no, I just have I never gave it back." <laughs> actually, I think it belongs to I, actually, I think it belongs to Funhouse, so maybe I should give it back. Mm. <laughs> now that I think about it, but I I don't I don't know. I know they're not real, but why even stir the pot? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> why poke the bear if you don't mm-hmm. have to? Uh, seventy eight. Simply, why? Uh, because. Because. It has to happen. <laughs> well said. Well said. 79. If given the chance, when would you time travel to? Hmm. See, that's tough for me, because as a black man, there's not really far I can go back <laughs> and enjoy things, unless you give me a costume. Um, <laughs> I'm, I might be safe in Egypt. I might be safe there, like ancient Egypt when they're like, I'd like, to, I'd like to see that and finally get to the bottom of how that happened. 
Um, but no part between the 1600s and maybe 1975. I don't want none of that. Yeah. I don't want any, I don't want any part of that. Very fair. Very fair. I barely got out of it being born in 1984. <laughs> so true, true. Uh, I, I really should have meant that question to be like, we're just going to have a standard white guy costume. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then you could travel wherever you want. That's always my favorite question because when people ask me, I'm just like, well, honestly, uh, I can't go back that far. It, it puts in perspective to people like, Hey, those bad times in America weren't that long ago. It just seems that way because it was black and white photos, but it wasn't. Um, and so they're like, oh, oh, my bad. I'm like, no, I'm not offended. It's just, you know, I can't really go that many places. <laughs> There's a good 400 years where I can't go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, question 80. Have you ever made a sudden dramatic change to your lifestyle and stuck to it? Um, man, I wish. As much as I work out, but I, I work out because I eat and I eat so that I can have a reason to work out. Uh, what have I done? You know, I I don't drink sodas that much. And when I was a kid, I drank maybe three or four sodas a day. I mean, I was I was on the caffeine and sugar hard. Not sure how I escaped childhood obesity growing up uh, in North Carolina, but I somehow did. Maybe it was all the sports, but um i just i gave up sodas one day in, in college and i just never really went back i always prefer water or sparkling water now very rarely do i will i grab a soda if i have maybe like a i'm not feeling good i'll get a ginger ale but that's far and few between nice that's a biggie that's a real tough one for people yeah mm -hmm. uh 81 what game show past or present would you love to be a contestant on guts seem fun mm. Nickelodeon guts that seemed like a, a fun one uh it plays into the, the athleticism and the competitiveness for that so I think I think that one maybe yeah that's uh that's aggro crag right that's what you're winning from guts think? am I remembering that right or am I thinking legends of the hidden temple it's one of those shows they always came on back to back yeah but guts just seemed cool because they had that big wave pool mm. with the balls in it that seemed like fun true um I would have had a good time doing that one Question 82. What's a quote that you love? I mean, I, I think I, I stumbled across one the other day and I just said it to my brother. I was like, the only person keeping record of your rejections is you. Ooh. So it's like, you know, people have a fear of rejection. It's like, well, no one's keeping tabs but you. So if you forget it, then no one else is going to know. And therefore, the fear of rejection doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. That's really solid. Yeah. Uh, 83. What's the best shirt that you own? I have this Brooklinen shirt that was given to us. I think that's a company. Um, they were, I guess, interested in being sponsors of Funhouse, so they sent us some stuff. It's just a solid black tee, but man, it fits and feels so amazing. It's so soft. And I don't know if it's, if it's in there, but there's like those shirts that kind of like they kind of like just fit on your body nicely. Like it, it, it just fits nicely. And, and on the days where I'm, you know, I got my little beer gut from the weekend, um, doesn't make it poke out or anything like that. It's just a simple black shirt and it feels amazing. And I would buy more. I should buy more. But that was really, really nice. Wow. I love it. And hey, Brooke Lennon, if you want to send your boy here a nice free t shirt, you know where the DMs are. Mm -hmm. uh, 84 would you change your middle name i would not change my middle name uh it is lindo um which is it's this is the funny story behind it 
uh, I'm a junior, and that my dad was named after another John Holland. Um, and throughout all this passing down of the John Holland name with the middle name, no one has ever known what it meant. And then one day in 11th grade, I just happened by pure chance to open my Spanish book to the back where all the definitions were for words. And there I saw my middle name. I was like, holy crap. It means uh, handsome or beautiful in Spanish. And I remember going home and saying, mom, did you notice what my middle name means? Nope. Dad, did you notice what our middle name means? Nope. No one knew. Just a name that's been passed down for a, a couple of times going back even to the 1800s. Um, and so I love it because I like telling people that story. And then it makes me seem exotic. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That you just accidentally discovered this generation-long secret. I would have never, had I just not opened up to that page, the L's in the back of my Spanish book, I, to this day, probably would not know. I'd just be like, it's just some random name that got passed down. But yeah, it's, it's, that's what it was. Wow. That is so cool. Uh, 85. It's a good impression you can do. Um, when I was younger, <laughs> I don't do it no more. I used to be able to do a good Bill Cosby impersonation, but I think it's, it's bad taste nowadays a little bit. to bring that one out at parties. Uh, but it was always just funny just because it's like you just you kind of just pretend you're slightly drunk and then you just talk about jello pudding a bunch. Um, uh, I mean, the, the I forgot his name on Family Guy, but he's the guy that kind of talks like this. And he's like, oh, no, it's me, everybody like that guy. And he's also kind of Cleveland as well. Yeah, um, those those are really easy ones. That's just nasally and deep voice. <laughs> Because Cleveland's now, 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 now. That's just Cleveland. <laughs> the tub's falling out. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Peter, that's nasty. I guess. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, 86. Is there a tattoo you wanted to get, but are glad you didn't get? <sighs> no, not really. I've never had a desire for tattoos. And it's, it sucks because, like, I think they're cool on people, especially if people who have sleeves. But when I like look at my arm and think, what would I get? It's just blank. Like there's nothing, <laughs> nothing amazing that would make me sit through four hours of needles. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, eighty-seven. How would you describe your sixteen-year-old self? My sixteen-year-old self uh, was dealing with the, the normal teenager anxieties. Um, I had, I had pretty bad social anxiety which is weird it, it turned on and off again i play sports i got in the zone did great and then if you were to invite me to like a party or school dance it did not go i wanted to go home and play counter-strike and stuff like that so that was that was a weird transitional time for me um going from you know outgoing a little kid to this this shy anti-social person and then coming back out um doing the things that i do today so weird very weird yeah Trying to figure things out. I think that's most 16-year-olds. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some get new cars and have sweet 16s. I was like, no! <laughs> get away from me. I just want a faster internet so I can beat people in Counter-Strike. <laughs> uh, 88? What's the worst injury you ever had? Boy, was I stupid to not go get this checked. I was climbing a tree one day. I might have been like 10. Climbing a tree. And uh, I grabbed a branch that I knew was not strong enough to hold me, but I grabbed it anyways and I fell. But the way I fell, my arm, like where your um, bicep and shoulder kind of meet, mm -hmm. landed on an exposed tree branch oh. that was, I was just poking out of the ground. 
And mm. I mean, some of the worst pain that I have ever felt. And I just, I know, I know that the adults saw me fall out the tree. They had to. It was in front of the house. But I just got up and I walked inside. I couldn't even cry. It was just hurting so bad. And I sat next to my mom and I did not leave her side <laughs> for the rest of the day. And I should have said, hey, mom, possibility of fractured my arm or did something really bad. But I was just so terrified um, of going to the hospital. I just said nothing. And then I think, you know, maybe like two weeks later, I was able to use it again. I've done that a lot. I almost sliced off a toe once uh, running around a pool. Ooh. And because I was terrified of going to the hospital and getting stitches, I just didn't say nothing until one day I stubbed that toe again and it started bleeding. And then I had to tell my mom, hey, I got something to show you. <laughs> Here's my almost severed toe. <laughs> I got a backstory for this toe you gotta hear about. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. You're gonna love it. Uh 89. What's a habit of yours? You wanna break? I you know what? I would actually it goes against the channel, but I wish I could like I wish I could just give up drinking and not even think about it anymore. Like it's not to that point of alcoholism where you're like you need it to to survive, but like if I'm going out to like a social situation. I want to have just like one drink in me just to kind of like, you know, loosen up and stuff like that. Or even like tonight, I'm like, ooh, I could have a glass of wine just to kind of wind down. And there's some people who are just like, yeah, I haven't had a drink in four months. Like, I wish I could do that. Just because the older you get, the, the harder it is on you. Even just having a glass of wine. You wake up that next day with that cotton mouth. Oh, yeah. It's feeling all tired and stuff. So um, it is, it's mostly an L.A. thing because out here just having to network and, and everyone's always doing something. The, the I want to say pressure, but just the opportunity to drink a lot is is very high versus north carolina i could count on two hands the amount of times i had drinks there <laughs> and it was not a lot well, that makes sense uh question 90 getting on the home stretch here oh yeah have you ever lied on your resume um i've embellished but i've never lied like i had some odd jobs where it wasn't even paperwork <laughs> i just guys hey you want to do this and i was like yeah yeah i'll do it and so I, I made it sound like, you know how Subway makes their cashiers, their, their sandwich artists, but it's just a cashier. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, I did that. Like, I just, I built it up to make it sound like I did, had, I did more with grace. <laughs> but I was really just a kid who got paid $100 to help somebody move the furniture out the condo. <laughs> you know, like. Um, you were a furniture I've, I've engineer never, from that. Yeah, yeah, I was a furniture engineer. <laughs> yeah. um, I was feng shui expert <laughs> is, is what I was. But as far as like getting to my actual like profession, I've I've never lied. Like I, I don't want to set myself up or any business up like that because I've I've been at uh, the the trash end of someone lying saying like yeah I know how to use Adobe Premiere and After Effects and then they get there they know nothing and now I'm having to pick up all the slack while they they learn Crash Course and the things I've known for like the last five years. So um, I just, I just take the L. If the job ain't for me, it ain't for me. I hear you. Uh, 91, have you ever punched someone in the face? Yes, I have. Uh, I had my fair share of, of fights uh, when I was growing up, and I, I think my last fight probably was my freshman year in college, and then I was just like, I don't know, I mean, they, fighting is tiring. Yeah. <laughs> and they only, they only last 25 seconds, but man, like, you know, when your adrenaline's pumping, it seems like you've been fighting for five minutes, and the next day you wake up sore and you're tired. And nowadays, no one wants to fight fair; everyone wants to shoot and stab. So, um, I, I, I just I walk away from situations. But growing up, yeah, I definitely had my fair share of fights. I had to. Gotcha. Uh, Ninety-two. Would you ever go to a nude beach? Yeah, hell yeah. 
uh i'm a regular at a, at a topless optional resort so yeah <laughs> like yeah that's just the next the next step but now the question is finding a new beach where it's not you know all 80 year olds that's the um, thing yeah that, that's the hard part I've, I've had all my friends who do go regularly be like you got to go to that right one if you go to the wrong one it's just going to be uh unpleasant sight granted you're going for you and not to to stare at other people but you know in the process of walking to and from you're going to see things but i would absolutely go i encourage everyone to go do something like that just to you know experience it get that thrill that adrenaline yeah body positive why not you know turns out you could google any body part that's ever been made <laughs> yeah and you can see them all in the world it doesn't matter everyone knows what yeah. they look like and embrace exactly it. uh 93 somehow not the realest question when was the last time you cried last time i cried um i mean sheesh since these last i mean the last big ball was probably when my my father had passed away in 2018 but recently mm -hmm. uh you know I, I i was dating someone and I, I saw life with them and then you know depression hit them pretty bad and they were just incapable of being in a relationship and it was just sucked to let that go because i was looking so forward to it so i definitely shed some tears for that um and that was that was you know uh late last year mm, yeah that's that's you know, rough you gotta, you gotta let people go yeah you gotta let people go if they if they can't do it you gotta let them have their space get themselves together yeah 94 what's something you've done and will probably never do again that's it's, it's that's an interesting question because i can either never do it again because i learned my lesson or i could never do it again because holy shit doing it the first time mm -hmm. wasn't even supposed to happen um i i have too many uh not suitable for podcast <laughs> stories than that fair, fair. um but what would i not do i wouldn't climb a tree and grab the weakest branch that's for sure yeah learn your lesson there <laughs> um yeah yeah learn my lesson there and that's that's stuck with me for over 20 years what would i not do um like the reason why that's so hard is because everything is a lesson learned that i probably needed to learn like I moved to LA in the middle of the financial crisis, which was the most genius thing anyone could probably do with no type of work lined up and only a dream. Um, and I asked myself at 38, would I do that exact same thing? And I'm just too wise to do it <laughs> again, even though I was, it was chasing my dream and I was the perfect thing to do. Yeah. But I don't know if I, if I, if I would start over like that again. I, I hope I would because every dream is worth making sacrifices. I just think about those rough days where I couldn't even afford ramen noodles. I'm like, I don't want to do that again. I ate a lot of ramen noodles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ate a lot. Hey, I get it. I get it. That was the weirdest thing when I moved here. It was like, all right, you got a TV deal, but you don't have that check yet. And you're doing stuff on TV and all your people back home thinking like, oh, y'all went out there. Y'all made it in the first year. And it's like, yes, but <laughs> check's always in the mail. Uh, and sometimes that check's always always in the mail for six, seven months, um, and you got to survive somehow. So that that was a really, really rough period. Wow. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, ninety five, best compliment you ever received. I think it's the few times the lights hit my eyes the right way, and they look light, and and the girls are like, oh wow, your eyes are prettier than I than I I knew. And that's always nice because it doesn't happen that often. Um, and I, as someone who can't stare in their own eyes, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, if it made you say that out loud, then uh, that, that's nice. Uh, I mean, obviously being called sexy by a woman is always going to be up there, regardless of if I'm wearing clothes or not. 
but um something about that that eyes one is nice that's a nice one yeah uh 96 tell me a joke uh a man walks into a bar and says out ah don't learn that from stick stickly on nickelodeon <laughs> Took took me a whole commercial break to understand that joke, and then when it came back, I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, that's great," and it's stuck with me ever since. <laughs> that popsicle stick knew his stuff. Let me tell you. Uh huh. Uh, ninety seven, ninety seven used to be a question that I came up with that just wasn't all that good. So I took it, I put it in the recycling bin, and I replaced it with the listener question of the week. So if nice. any of our wonderful listeners have a question they want to see used on a future episode, ninety nine, of course, the number ninety nine questionspod at gmail.com or 99questionspod on Twitter. And this week's question comes from I want to get the name right Enforcer Coyote 4. Thank nice. you, Enforcer Coyote. Saying, what did you want to do before Funhouse came up as an opportunity? And what do you want to do after Funhouse? So right before for <laughs> it's gonna sound like I had a fall from grace, right? Uh, right before Funhouse, uh, I was actually in talks with BET. I had pitched them a sketch show, Ooh. and they really, really liked it. Like we got past the executive, we were we were up to the vice presidents. But at the wow. time, BET was going through a transitional phase. Um, they were getting a new president, so the vice presidents were kind of pretty much doing everything. But then their parent company, which I believe is still Viacom, just decided um, we're just going to shake up the entire executive thing so uh when i had just joined funhouse i was actually sitting there thinking like oh i'm only going to be here for like a month or two because now we're having conversations like deeper conversations about the, the the tv show and everything but then when those people got fired i already knew i was like oh this ain't happening Oof. so i was doing that uh and it sucks because this actually happened a few times with bt i have i i tell people at bt hey if i'm pitching a show to you you're probably gonna lose your job <laughs> soon because that's happened twice now um, and then prior to that, I was writing. I was trying to get back into writers' rooms. I had I jumped around from job to job, like the NFL and stuff like that, because I, I don't have representation, so it's harder for me to kind of get those those uh, writing gigs versus someone who has an agent or rep, and they're just being submitted constantly. But that's the choice I made. Yeah. And then afterwards, um, I hope it's not editing. I'm actually not a huge fan of editing. It's just something that has to be done in order to make content. So I would rather be in a a, a writing role or uh, a directing role but if it doesn't have to be editing and i can still make a lot of money and keep consistent work i will absolutely do that that's the thing about editing you're always somebody hiring editors mm. always hey i hear you and uh thank you for the question enforcer coyote four yeah thank you you are a coyote i would not be <laughs> that sleeper hold i don't know we'll see we'll see <laughs> We'll set this up on pay-per-view. We'll make it a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 98. What made you want to be who you are today? Part of it is just this, <laughs> this disillusion and con uh, unnecessary confidence in myself that I can do anything. <laughs> if I, I, I look at something, I'm like, I can do that. <laughs> and I've, I've been like that since a kid. So that drive to kind of, um, to, you know, to, to, learn as much as i can about about every single craft has kept me from like losing you know losing faith in myself when times get hard um also like just seeing my parents and just they worked hard and you see the fruits of their labor um and i never wanted to let them down and 
I don't know. I was a goody two-shoe growing up. So when people said, oh, you can grow up and be something important, I was like, yeah, I want to do that. But I, I, I think it's just my, my drive has allowed me to get to this point because there's definitely been some obstacles in the way. And I said it for anybody. Like, you got to have that drive. You got to really just believe, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. I believe I can have a million subscriber cooking channel. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm doing it. You know? Hell yeah. 100%. Ain't yeah. Gonna... Yeah. But we've reached the top of the mountain here. Question oh boy. 99. The titular question, if you will. Mm -hmm. What do you want to be remembered for? Uh, for being a good person. Hmm. Just being a, just a good general person in, in everyone's lives that I've come across, whether it's just by being positive, by listening, or by inspiring. Just, just leaving a good mark. I feel like that, that goes further than any like physical accomplishment. Like No one's going to care that I did all that stuff with the TV shows and everything in 30 years, but they'll remember, like, oh yeah, he was a really just good energy in the room. Like, let's, 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 let's bring him around if he's still, <laughs> still around. So just being a good person. Love that. And John, you have been an amazing person to interview for this here show. Uh thank we you, are all you. out of questions here. Sincerely, thank you so much for uh for doing this. This has been a ball. Oh yeah, no, thank you for having me on. This is great. This is a great, great way to start the week off with, so I definitely appreciate it. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh is there anything at all you want to plug, promote, waft into the ears of our wonderful listeners? Anything at all? The floor is exclusively yours, sir. Uh, I mean, hey, check out obviously Funhouse. Uh, we're 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 doing bigger and better things uh, almost on a daily. So we still love the support and people sharing and signing up for the various things that we're doing. So definitely, uh, if you haven't done it, do it now. And then also Poor Choices Kitchen. I put out videos every single Friday, and it's just nice to hear from people, especially if you've tried the recipe. I'd love to hear what you all did and what could be done better and what you did to kind of change it up. It's just nice to, to have that feedback and build that community. So that's that's pretty much uh, all I got to plug these days. What a legend. What a guy. John Holland, everybody. Please check him out. Follow his stuff. What a hero for doing the show. Uh, but I wish I could talk to him all day. I wish I could talk food with him all day. But it's last call time. The red light's on. We got to figure out what we learned here today. We learned that not everything is as it seems. Sometimes zebras are bigger than they appear on TV, right? Sometimes sushi restaurants are fronts for money laundering operations. This is life, people. We learn that whatever great recipes for a bowl of grits are in North Carolina have to move their way up north to me in New Jersey. Please leave your floating paranormal bags, but bring up your recipes, please. We learned that porn is art. We learned about Birdemic 3, that it actually exists. And we learned that the best combination for a Saturday night is Tom Ford cologne, weed, and champagne. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to go check my text history to see if I'm team AY or EY on the gray front. I'll see you again in two weeks for our next episode. Until then, thank you. And good night.